Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and, and glad that you are... Uh, chosen to hang out with us here today. Uh, the obvious overwhelming story in sports today, and it goes well beyond sports, of course, is the injury to Tua last night. We all saw the very disturbing images. We saw him being carted off. Uh, again, I, we talked about it for about the first 40 minutes of this show today. And what I can tell you again, I will update you on the news that I have here. You just heard it from Christine. He flew home with the team last night. He was in good spirits upon landing in South Florida. Initial tests showed no structural damage. Another source confirms that Tungavailoa wore a neck brace as a precaution and will now have an MRI. So we're going to go on about the other stories in sports. We've talked a little baseball now, and I'm going to get to Joe Fortenball looking ahead, as we do on all of these Football Fridays, to the games this weekend. Uh, But I assure you that if there is any further information, that's the one thing I'll say, anything new on his condition, anything new on an investigation, anything that we feel you should know, I will break into anything else I'm doing. So you don't have to wonder, ooh, is there something else that I'm not hearing because they're talking about this other stuff? I will get to it immediately. But with that thought in mind, my buddy Joe Fortenbaugh jumps in here with some look at some of the games this weekend. And uh, Joe, I'm not sure if you are aware, but I've come across something brilliant. And I, you are obviously a gambling expert. And so, uh, but even you are not aware of the power of the Greeny KOD. But what I realized was two weeks ago, I picked three games going into the weekend. We do this challenge amongst the ESPN radio hosts, Joe. And I picked three games. I based, I based my picks on what I thought was going to happen. And I went 0-3 because what I think is genuinely always wrong. And so I went back to my favorite sitcom, which was Seinfeld, and the legendary episode where George does the opposite. <laughs> so this past Sunday, or on the Friday show anyway, I picked directly against, I picked the opposite of what I expected to happen in all three games, and I went 3-0. and So, Joe, what, what, you, what even you and all of your gambling expertise have not found is the ultimate loophole, which is just know what I think, go the other way, and you are pretty much guaranteed to win. There you go, Greeny. I like the mindset. Never be afraid to fade yourself, as they say. <laughs> Finding yourself in a situation. I, 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 would, I would be lying to you if I told you that there haven't been a handful of times in my life where I've been running so cold going into a Monday nighter or a Sunday nighter or a Thursday nighter or game five of the finals, and I'm looking at it, and I come up with my pick, and then I stop and I say, I am just going to do the opposite of everything I think right now. And sometimes it does work for you. Sometimes it works. That's why bankroll management is so important because we can't get out of of control with the spending here if if this is going to be our handicapping strategies. All right, that's well said. (laughs) That's That's the truth behind the hashtag KOD, which is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every 
moment more. All right, Joe, let's go through some of these games here. I'm, I'm looking on the screen at some of those that you have interesting takes on. Let's start with Ravens-Bills. This obviously is an incredibly interesting matchup between um, what I think should be right now the two leading candidates for league MVP between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. The number I'm looking at here is uh, the Bills are a three-point road favorite what are your thoughts i'd play baltimore baltimore here plus the three greenie excuse me few factors number one rain weather could be an issue here keep an eye on all games this weekend especially on the eastern seaboard when it comes to college clemson nc state for example and pro there's going to be rain there could be wind Daily fantasy, fantasy lineups, all that stuff, you've got to be paying attention. This is one of those games that could see some weather. Totals already dropped from 53.5 to 51. Weather, in my opinion, favors Baltimore because of reason number two. They're outstanding at running the ball. And if you've noticed how they play football with Lamar Jackson, they're not just an excellent running team. They control tempo. They control the initiative. They control the pace. And when you're dictating that in a football game, it makes it very difficult for the opposition to get into the rhythm so that they can seize that initiative. On top of that, all the injuries to the Bills defense. Baltimore should find its way up and down the field. Give me the three points with the Ravens in that matchup. Oh, I like it, and I really like the note about the weather being hold a on, Hold on one second, yeah. Greeny. If yeah. you like it, that's a disaster, is it not? <laughs> no, I like your insight. Okay. Um, I, 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 here's the thing. My picks are not what makes people lose. It's my opinion. So <laughs> I like your opinion. That's fine. My opinion. So, I mean, and here's the beauty of it. I absolutely love Buffalo in this game. I okay, love fantastic. the Bills. So you and I together are taking this one to the bank. I've yeah, got My pick is unquestionably going to be Baltimore plus the three because I love Buffalo in a bounce back game after a bad loss. Yeah, um, Ravens by 21 here. Let's get it. Mm. I think that's probably the smart way to go about this. <laughs> I'm looking at some uh, Chiefs Bucks is a very big interesting game. Obviously another quarterback matchup there. You got Brady uh, and you got Mahomes. The Bucks had a week in which they were significantly impacted by the storm, but the game will be played in Tampa. It's the Sunday night game and the game is Pickham. Who do you like? Chiefs at Pickham. This isn't one of my absolute favorites, but I'll play it for a half unit here. That unit will climb, obviously, if you say you like the Buccaneers in this spot, but we'll get to that in just a moment. <laughs> um, Kansas City should be 3-0. and And if you look at what happened last week, an absolute abysmal performance on special teams. They muff a punt right out of the gate that sets up Indianapolis for a 7 nothing lead, and they never really recovered. They missed an extra point. They missed a field goal. The kick returns were terrible. It's one of the worst special teams performances you could turn in. I'm not saying they're going to be great special teams this week, but after something like that happens in professional football with a good organization led by someone like Andy Reid, you're going to make improvements. You're going to make that a focal point throughout the course of the week. Now you're going to go to Tampa Bay, who, let's be honest, the defense has been incredible, but the defense has been asked to do a lot. The defense had to keep keep them in that game all the way until the fourth against New Orleans, and, and they added a pick six. Early, they had to shut down Dallas in week one. Last week, they did everything they could to limit the Packers. They are really being taxed and the offense isn't carrying its weight and I think this is the week where that dam eventually breaks give me the Chiefs at Pickham let me ask you a different question Joe Fortenbaugh our gambling analyst tonight I'm asking this completely off the board but I started thinking about it as we were talking about that game so Brady is going to get Mike Evans back he's the one receiver he's got that everyone in the world knows of and has confidence in so for prop bets and for people who play the daily fantasy of which I am one as you say does he then become a great guy to pick up because it's the only place we, we assume Brady wants to go there all day? Or 
Do you start thinking about going other directions because the defense knows that's where he wants to go all day? So does that open something up for someone like Rashad Perriman or someone else like that? Which way, historically, does that tend to go? It's the latter. That's what I'd be thinking, the Mm. latter, because number one, everyone's going to be thinking about Mike Evans. And when you talk about daily fantasy, he is going to be priced very high. So he's coming back. He's going to be the primary guy. The the, the general, a quick opinion is what you just threw out there. It's, well, he's going to be the number one guy for Brady. Yeah, and he could have a big game. He's going to get a lot of looks. Let's not kid ourselves. But the guys who become more valuable are the guys who are cheaper, who could benefit from single coverage, right? You might roll a safety in Evans' direction to make life very difficult for him. Meanwhile, other guys, like Russell Gage, for example, Example, Perriman, like you mentioned, they could benefit from more favorable coverage matchups at cheaper prices. Those would be the ones you'd want to look at. Okay, uh, this is good, and I, I can't be the only one who is fascinated by things like that. It's always tough for me to decide. Greeny, Joe Fortenbaugh is with me here. Let me do one more pro game uh, looking at my list. Right, let's do Patriots-Packers. Um, New England is a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. There remains, I guess, some uncertainty. I didn't even check this morning with all the Tua stuff. I, don't, I think the overwhelming expectation is that Mac Jones is not going to play and, in fact, is going to be out a while with a high ankle sprain. But the Patriots, to this point, have refused to rule him out. Um, the Patriots are a nine-and-a-half-point dog against Green Bay. What do you like? I'm playing New England here. This was as high as 10, and that's where the pros got involved. Key number of 10. It's now down to 9.5, so the bet can't be as large at that price, but you can still make it. Styles make fights, and I think the style for this matchup favors New England getting a boatload of points. Let's just use some general information right off the top. The total in this game, the over-under, is sitting around 41 points. 41. That's extremely low. That's the bookmakers pricing this game as a low-scoring affair. So you're telling me in a professional football game – I can get nine and a half points with a team in a game that Vegas is telling me is going to be low scoring. Mm. That is very appealing, number one. Number two, look at how New England's going to want to play here. They're going to want to slow the game down, keep Rodgers off the field, run the football. Well, let's ask ourselves, can they? Well, go to Football Outsiders. Look at the DVOA metrics for rush offense. You'll notice New England's number one. Look at the DVOA numbers for rush defense. You'll notice Green Bay's dead last 32nd. That favors the Patriots. If they are able to run the ball and grind the clock and keep Rodgers on the sideline, that we're going to get to the fourth quarter before you realize it. And having nine and a half in your pocket, going to be very valuable there. I'd play the Patriots. Okay, I like it. And that is another one that is the opposite of what I think. Beautiful. So I go from Beautiful. liking it to loving it. One last one for you, Joe. Let's do college, the big college game of the weekend. Game day will be there. Uh, it's on ABC tomorrow night. It's Clemson, NC State. The game is at Clemson. Clemson off a double overtime thrilling win over Wake Forest last week. Clemson's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? Lines going back and forth here, and this highlights the value of line shopping, having multiple places where you can place bets. Because if you like NC State, there's no reason you should be playing this at anything other than seven. You should be able to get the full seven. Conversely, if you like Clemson, there are opportunities to get six and a half. It's a key number. That half point means a lot. I would be playing Clemson at minus six and a half. I know that's counterproductive, counterintuitive to the idea of laying those kind of points against a good team when the weather could be bad and the total's low. I think the weather really favors Clemson. Best unit on the field is going to be the Clemson defense. And if the weather's sloppy and NC State can't air it out and they have to win this thing in the trenches, I don't see them putting up a big number. Now, that Clemson offense has been shaky since Trevor Lawrence left. We all know that. But I do think with their defense, with the weather, and the situation set up the way it is, at six and a half, they find a way to cover that spread. So I would be playing Clemson at six and a half. If you like NC State, get that seven. It is out there. It's great insight we get from you every single week. Joe, I always appreciate it, my man. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you next week.
Greeny, for your next vacation, I want you in Vegas. I want to put 50000 <laughs> in your pocket. I want to follow you around, and whatever you like to bet, very quietly, I will be going the other window, doing the other thing, and you and I, we're going to turn that into something. Yes. We're going to turn it into something, Greeny. You're going to build a new floor on your house is what you're going to do because you're going to make a fortune. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Joe Fortenbaugh with weekend. me here. Uh, a reminder, starting Monday, you can watch this show live in the ESPN app. Just open the app. Hit watch on the bottom tab. You'll be able to watch our show live. It's called Greeny, and it's presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs. From quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options, Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. We have Nuno's notes and who you got still on the way on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, Greeny with you here as we roll along on ESPN Radio. We all know the game isn't over till it's over. Next time you need parts for your car, don't call it quits. Go to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. If you're just joining us, we spent about the first 40 minutes of the show today with uh, our insight and our feelings on the situation with Tua last night, which obviously had everyone across the country talking well beyond the football world. Um, and as I've said, we are moving on to other things here with the conversation. But if there is any further development, any information or anything like that, 
that comes up, I, I assure you, I will break into whatever it is we are otherwise doing to bring it to you. So you will not miss anything. Um, so if there is any further information, again, he flew back last night with the team. He said to be in good spirits. He will have an MRI. He will have a second opinion. We will hear from the coach. One forty-five Eastern time this afternoon is when Mike McDaniel has his regular day after game news conference. So I'm sure there will be more information of some sort then. In the meantime, I am presented by Progressive Insurance, and our show comes to you live every morning above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Uh, Bill Belichick had his regular news conference today, and our friend Mike Reese has tweeted some interesting exchanges. So we, of course, have all heard already Bill with his day by day, right? That was the big bill of this week, day by day. So, Hembo, you have them in front of you. You see the exchange? I do. So you be the reporter, and I will be Bill. Okay. And so we will reenact. This will be a dramatic reenactment of the exchange this morning as the reporters are trying to get some information on Mac Jones and continuing not to succeed. The other day, Bill, you called it a day-by-day situation. It's not the word I used. I can't remember exactly how I described it. Did I break a record on that? That's Bill's humorous voice. Like, that was me doing Bill being funny. <laughs> like, that was Bill with a smile. He still does the... Like, he, he begins every thought with... You know, and he's got that verbal tick. I always notice things like that. So you ask, particularly if he gets a question he doesn't like. <laughs> and then he responds. All right, go ahead. Give me the next. So, so I, then the exchange, it starts with Bill. So this is Bill. I'm sure we'll both be watching very closely to see. If he's out there. I'm going to miss it. You can't make it. Banker's hours. You're off at noon. Look, I'm sure we'll get a report on it. I'm sure it'll be mentioned. That's it. That's Bill being funny. That was Bill. Like, that was Bill. That was as close to Dave Chappelle's delivery (laughs) as Bill Belichick will ever get. Can I just clarify one thing? Mm. Do you know who Dave Chappelle is? Yes, of course. Okay. What do you mean, of course? You don't know who Barbara Walters now, or stop Barbara Streisand are. You, you, have, you have forfeited the right to ever use of course when I ask you whether or not you are familiar with a famous person. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is a famous person with a reputation of being funny. That's Dave Chappelle. I see. Occasional- it's a well-earned reputation, I might add. Is that how you would describe yeah. him? He has a reputation for being funny? I would describe him as such because I've never heard him be funny myself, but I do know that that's what people think of him. <laughs> his repu- Baba, his reputation is that he's funny. I mean, do you understand that he's a comedian? Like, do you get the stand-up comedian? Like, that's his background? Yes, he's that's his title. He's stand-up? His title? He's telling us, Hembo is telling us that he doesn't think Chappelle is funny. No, no. That's I, what he's doing. I, I mean, that might be true. I'm telling you that I've never heard him be funny or otherwise. I just, I'm just telling you what other people but, think. But do you recognize that saying that would be equivalent to saying, I'm just going to use a name I'm pretty sure you'll know. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart mm. has a reputation for having written music. Like, was that how you would describe him? He has a reputation for being musical. No, I would describe him as being a harpsichord prodigy. <laughs> you are such an idiot. <laughs> I don't know why I went Mozart there. I'm not suggesting that Dave Chappelle is the Mozart of comedy, but I was just, I, I, I literally had to go back 500 years 
to be confident you would know who I was talking about. Yeah, I don't know anything that's happened remotely recently. No, I think you consider Mozart to be current music. He's a contemporary. <laughs> He's a contemporary. All right, let's do Nuno's notes. What's going on, Nuno? Not much, Greeny. Nuno is a unique personality. There's just that je ne sais quoi. He puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me. I'm definitely a savant. And I like it. I just enjoy it. Nuno's right. notes. So Nuno's uh, sure. Let's do it. Oh Damn my it. god. I keep talking. Oh god. That time I talked over two separate things. That open is too long. You had a good streak going. You were good for the last three times you hit it, but now that was one of the worst ones you ever did. Can we just make it clear that needs to be shortened? Am I the only Don't one? Bl- no, no. Let's no. get to the point. You're not blaming the open here. I'm blaming the open. Uh but anyway, so Nuno. For this Friday in the Google Doc, he actually put a variety of what I think are fairly interesting questions into the Google Doc instead of his usual note to where he just gives you his opinion unsolicited. He is a person who has a reputation for being opinionated. Mm. So in this case, he just put a bunch of what I think are actually pretty good questions. And so, Nuno, we're going to run through a few of these together. First... On the game between Washington and Dallas, Nuno wrote, does a loss here for the Cowboys ruin all the good they've developed? Now, I will not speak for Bubba, who is a Cowboy fan, but I would say the answer to that is no. Obviously, you don't want to lose this game. It feels like a very winnable game. But all you really needed to do was keep your season afloat without Dak Prescott, and I think you've already done it. Like if before, let's just say for the sake of argument, Dak misses this weekend next and they get him back for Philly and he winds up missing four games. If I had told you before that, they will go two and two. Bubba, honest moment, would you have signed for that? Oh, I mean, I assume they're going to go 0-4. Oh you're so. going to run to the bank. Absolutely. That's what, run to the win, bank for sure. That's it. So to me, that's the answer to the question. D- d- will, will it feel like a downer now that all of a sudden people have vaulted into championship thoughts and, oh, how good they're going to be in Cooper Rush? Sure, it'll be a disappointment, obviously. But does it ruin the good they've developed? To me, the answer is no. No, the answer is no to that question. But they have almost no chance to win the division if they lose this weekend. Because if you had asked Bubba that same question after week one, we didn't know that the Eagles were going to be this juggernaut. So, yeah, I think they can make the playoffs if they lose this week. But they're not winning the division if they lose to Washington. Let me say this. The Eagles, having beaten Detroit, Minnesota, and Washington, are not a juggernaut yet. The Cowboys and Eagles will play, I believe it's a Sunday night game in two weeks. Week six, yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's just see how much of a, of a juggernaut they are coming out of that game. Uh, the next game that uh, Nuno put a question in about is Bears-Giants. And this is a really interesting question. Which team would you rather be right now heading into the future? The 2 and one Bears or the 2 and one Giants? And obviously... By the future, Nuno, you don't mean the remainder of this season. You mean the bigger picture future. Correct. That is an excellent question. So what I'm going to do, I like it so much, I'm going to pause on it. I will come back. I will answer that question because I think the answer is easy. Maybe much easier than you think it is. Hmm. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. And in just a couple of quick moments here, I will answer Nuno's question about the futures of the Bears and the Giants, and we'll dive into that. Um, so, And we will do some more questions from Nuno, and then we will do uh, the traditional Friday Who You Got to wrap it up for this weekend, which will include my KOD picks, uh, of which I will once again be picking against myself. That that really is the secret here. Joe identified it as exactly what it is, Hembo, and that is I'm fading myself. You are. Because if every instinct I have is wrong, then the opposite has to be right. There's a bunch of football news coming down, by the way, right now. Uh, no Amon Ross St. Brown for Detroit this weekend. No Michael Thomas. For New Orleans in London this weekend, looks like Jameis isn't going to play. I think he's doubtful, right? He's not, he's not been ruled out to have that right, but he's been listed as doubtful. So it sounds like he won't play. So a Saints team that people were having Super Bowl conversations about before the season is now going to London without their quarterback, it sounds like, and their best wide receiver and will very likely fall to one and three. That's a very disappointing start. Do you enjoy the Sunday morning game? Do you, you, plan, know, do, you plan, do you plan on waking up and watching it? Well, I'll long be awake, so I don't have to wake up. To, it starts at 9.30 here. I don't have to wake up. If I, <laughs> if, if I lived in, an, you know, in, in L.A., maybe I would have to think about waking up to watch it at 6.30. 9.30 is a time by which I am long since awake. What is the last time you slept until 9.30 in the morning? I actually did so on my child bonding because the girls are up every two or three hours in the evening. So, like, there was a day we started at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. But, but other than that, I mean, since that I was in college. I'm he- I hear that. That doesn't count, though, because that's not normal life. Like, that's, and I'm not making fun. That, right. We all know that. You've been up all night long. Child bonding is still a, a term I'm having trouble coming to terms with. What, what should it be called? Paternity leave? I, I suppose. That there must be a reason why they changed it, right? Uh, I'm sure there were a lot of meetings that went into that. There were a lot of reasons why people do things. I don't know what they all are. Nuno, what's the last time you slept until 930 in the morning? Probably years. I, I can't sleep. Every weekend, up at 7 o'clock, out and about doing things. I just... What things? What do you do I'm 7 a, o'clock on a Saturday morning? What's the first I'm thing you do? I'm at the gym. 7 boy. o'clock at the gym. You know. Sunday you know. morning at 7. I'm out like... That's usually my cardio day, so I try to get in like three and a half miles, either you know walking, running. 
Boy, I can't make fun of that at all. He's nursing a hangover. That's, that's just that's, an excellent. No, I don't answer to that question. I, I don't know. I, it sounds to me like he's in the gym. I don't think he would make that up. That's Nuno getting it done bright and early. <laughs> all right, we continue in 15 seconds. Previously on Greeny. Look what the Giants have done around Daniel Jones. I cannot for one moment sit here and tell you Daniel Jones was born to be, was destined to be an all-time great quarterback. But what I can tell you is that no one could have succeeded under the circumstances he has been placed in. I think that's right, and that was me uh, earlier this week. Our Weekly Rewind is brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. The reason that we are hearing the police playing right now, would you have known that this music that we're hearing was the police? No. Is Do you this know the, who the lead singer was of the police? I don't know the lead singer of the police, no. Does the name Sting mean anything to you? I thought Sting was the, that famous guitarist with the long hair. Well, who, he has very short who hair. Who am I thinking of? Well, you no, mean you Slash? Were, you were, uh, maybe thinking, you're thinking of Slash. I often confuse sli- uh, Slash and Sting. I mean, you could honestly say that about so many people. The guitarist with long hair. <laughs> yes, it's is, not exactly is narrowing really it down. It's really not bringing it Nuno down. Nuno got it right, though. That's who I was that thinking That was impressive, of. actually. Sting um, Slash. But. but but there's going to be a Sting question, I believe, in who you got if we get there fast enough. So we will work our way there. But I told you a moment ago, Nuno and Nuno's notes today provided a variety of, I think, interesting questions. And one of them is about the 2 and one Bears playing the 2 and one Giants this weekend in a game in which no one is taking either team seriously. And the question he asks is, which team would you rather be right now heading into the future? And clearly, you don't mean the future the next few weeks or even the next few months, but you mean the next, let's call it, five years. And that can only be answered in one way. What do you think of Justin Fields? Because both the Giants and Bears are in a rebuilding process. The Bears are probably one year ahead of the Giants in it, which is to say they were already rebuilding last year. So this is sort of year two, but it doesn't really feel that way because they did this thing completely backwards and started rebuilding without firing their coach and general manager, brought in a quarterback, tried to go halfway here, halfway there, and instead it was a complete and highly predictable disaster. So they fire everybody and they set everyone, in particular their quarterback, back a year. And so they're really at stage one, I guess, also. And the Giants are at stage one as well. I think everyone who is around the Giants, all the fans that I know, are very excited about the new coach. I think Bears fans have reason to be fairly excited about their new coaching staff as well, which is to say they are acting as though they can't throw the ball. How much of that is about their feelings on the quarterback is not clear to me. But I guess they figure if we can't throw it, we're just not going to. And they've won two games doing it. One of them was in a monsoon. The other one was this past week against absolutely terrible competition. But even so, two and one is two and one. Bill Parcells said it. You are what your record says you are. So my answer to that question is, do you like Justin Fields better than you like whoever it is the Giants are going to draft this coming year to be their next quarterback? And I think my answer to that is yes. If I had to bet, on whether or not whoever the Giants take, knowing that every quarterback you take in round one is a 50-50 proposition at best, if you had to bet right now 
on whether or not the quarterback the Giants take in next year's draft is going to be better than Justin Fields, I'd say no. I would say the odds suggest the answer is no. That was a unique quarterback class. The fact that he was the fourth quarterback taken was probably a mistake in the first place. I remain a believer in him, and thus my answer, despite a lot of evidence that would suggest the contrary, is I'd rather be the Bears because I think they have a quarterback that you can build a winner around, and I think the Giants do not and are have less than a 50-50 shot of getting that right in the next draft just because you have less than a 50-50 shot every time you take a quarterback. What do you think of that? I disagree. I see it differently because this is now the second coaching staff in two years that very clearly does not think highly of Justin Fields. Sure, you're 2-1, and one, but you're very much 2-1 and one in spite of him. We, went, we did a stat earlier this week in which no quarterback had won a game since 1974 that put up the stat line he just did in Week 3. He's not showed improvement by 1% in any area. I'm starting to think he was a product of the Ohio State system and that the athleticism that he has is just not something that NFL teams are going to be able to unlock. If he's going to be good, I think it's going to be more a, say, Ryan Tannehill situation where he's discovered down the line in a place after he already fails in Chicago. They don't trust him there, and they see him in practice every single day. I can't argue with that. My sense is that that's probably right. I say that from the comparative distance at which I sit. I also think they have nothing around him. Their offensive line is horrific. They have no weapons to speak of. So what they have figured out they can do is they can run it a little. I mean, last week they ran it a lot. And they won the game doing it. I would be surprised if the offense continues to look like this in November and December. I would think that they will slowly but surely start building an NFL passing game into what they are doing as time goes on. And I would also say that if you look back at what Jalen Hurts looked like his first year and what Josh Allen looked like his first year and some others who've been developed well, I think Justin Fields has at least the same, and in the case of Hurts, I think more physical tools to work with than those guys did. Maybe not Allen, but it's pretty close. I mean, he's that he's that good. Uh, He's that athletic. You know, Allen is big and strong. It's a different kind of athletic. He's certainly a better, thro- pure thrower of the football than, ju- than uh, Jalen Hurts was. So you look at the two great success stories in the NFL right now of quarterbacks who were well-developed by their teams. The Bears should be able to do that, or at least they should be trying to do it. And let's see if they can. Let me just get my giant fan in here for an opinion. Nuno, you asked the question, but what is your answer to it? I think it's a toss-up for me because I. here's where I say I have more faith in Brian Dable than I do in Justin Hurts and that Chicago, yeah. the head coaches and so forth. Right, Justin Fields. but yeah. Justin Fields, excuse me yeah. when I say Justin Hurts, but yeah, Justin yeah. Fields. Yeah. Um, so I think that's my thing is I have faith in, in Dable to get it right, and they'll have a lot of money going in. I know the – Bears, I think, have over $100 million worth of cap space next year. But I think that they will be able to uh, – the Giants will get it done. Boy, in Brian, we trust. I mean, that this is so the opposite of what we usually get. Usually a team hires a coach and everyone hates him immediately. Brian Dayball is getting a wonderful honeymoon, and I guess deservedly so. And, and I, I don't know how different it would feel, the kick that, that was missed by Randy Bullock that was hooked left week two. I mean, that changed a lot of things. 
I'm not trying to rain on your parade or the parade of any fans of the Giants. You should feel good about your coach. I like him, too. I wish he was the coach of my team, unquestionably. But um, that is a lot to say that they're going to get the quarterback thing right, whether it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or uh, what is the kid's name in Florida, whoever the kids are going to be that are going to be in this year's draft. We'll start you know, getting to know them somewhat more intimately as the season goes on. But these things are crapshoots when you draft a quarterback. So we'll see where it all winds up. Okay, I want to save plenty of time for who you got today, so let's do it. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? All right, who you got? Uh, Again, this is where Bubba, who has extensive expertise in the area of asking questions, having once uh, had the role of providing uh, lie detector exams, he knows how to ask a question. And so he is going to ask me a series of questions, and I'm going to answer them. And it's called Who You Got. Bubba, take it away. All right. Who You Got brought to you by Granger. And as we've been talking about, the opposite is the big story of the week. And right now, after being in last place, we vaulted ourselves all the way up to second place at five and four. So we're in a good spot right now. So the first three games are part of the ESPN Radio Pick'em. So let's start. Chiefs at Bucks. This game, both teams coming off an L, and it's Kansas City minus one. Who You Got? <sighs> This is hard for me because I feel really strongly about Kansas City this week. I mean, I think Kansas City is going to obliterate Tampa Bay. So does three-fourths of the general public. Oh, this is the lock of the year. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. You fade the public, you fade Greeny, and you take the Bucks. I mean, this is a lock. The official pick is Tampa. No question about it. You say I'm getting a point and a half? I love it. Give me Tampa plus the one and a half. Brady, I, in Brady, I trust. Plus one. B- plus one, I'll take it. So if they win this game 20 to 19 and a half, I still wind up winning. Let's do this thing. I've got uh, the Bucks plus the one. Take it to the bank. Bubba, what's next? All right, next one. Bills at Ravens. Someone's going to be 500 after this, and it's Buffalo minus three. Who you got? I mean, I love Buffalo in this game. I love Buffalo. I think what Allen is going to do coming back mad after the way they lost last week, after how awful the Ravens' secondary is, I think Allen could throw for 400 yards this week. Please tell me that the public agrees with that. Right now there's no public sway. So you just got to do this. Just do the opposite. Just do the opposite. I've got to take the Ravens. Mm. I've I got to do it. It was Joe's I, I, pick, right? I've got to do the opposite. If every instinct you have is wrong, mm. then the opposite would have to be right. My, 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 I have to do the opposite. So, Bubba, I will take the Ravens. What did you say? I'm getting three? Three points, yep. I, I will take the Ravens plus the three. So, if they wind up losing 31-29, I'm still a winner. I will take the Ravens plus three at home against the Bills. One more. All right, Jaguars at Eagles. Uh, Doug P. returning to Philly, and this one is Philadelphia minus six and a half. Who you got on this one? That's, that's a lot of points. What was that? You get public? Uh, nothing? Not much here. Not much. So the public's not helping me. No, it's not. By being decidedly in one direction or the other. Correct. All right, if my gut feeling is telling me anything, it's that Jacksonville is way better than anyone expected that they are ready for this, that the Eagles are a little high on themselves right now after three wins against bad teams. My gut tells me that this is a close game and that six and a half points is too many 
for the Eagles to be giving the Jaguars. So, If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. Eagles are going to win this game by three touchdowns. I have got the Eagles, and I'm giving the points. Those are the official KOD picks going into this weekend in the challenge. So, Bubba, there you have them, and I feel really good about having gone against myself. I hate all three of our picks, which means they're almost guaranteed to come in. Uh, in the meantime, let's go right to the fun questions because we haven't gotten any of those sure. in a while. Let's save some time for those. Let's do the fun questions. Let's do it. Who You Got brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger's always there to help. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. And yesterday was National Coffee Day. So what is your ideal coffee? Who You Got? Do you drink coffee? I do not. I, oh, Bubba, talking, no? I, I never have it. No, I, honestly, I've never even really had a, a glass. A glass? A glass? <laughs> a cup. <laughs> no kidding, you've never had a glass. Which is more awkward? Hembo saying that Dave Chappelle is someone who is known to be funny, or Bubba saying he's never had a glass of coffee? <laughs> a glass. Probably glass. I've never. And it yeah, I don't know be, why I said that. It can know. be served in a glass every yeah, now and again. I was again. just picturing it you know, in a glass for some reason. <laughs> Stein. <laughs> You know, I could really use a glass of coffee this morning. <laughs> really kind of worn out. <laughs> if someone said that to you, you would have to cross the street. Like yeah, if you just ran into someone and they exactly. were like, what's going on, man? I tied one on last night. I could use a glass of coffee. <laughs> but I mean, it's why, why is it so weird? Because I mean, you can have it in a glass. You can. That's why. But it's, it sounds so insane. And no one has ever said it, though. <laughs> I know. That's, that's why it's so like You can have it, but it just sounds so insane. Even if it came in a glass, you would still, the server would still say, here's your cup of coffee. Right. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the point even even though it would be fine it would just they would still call it a cup and it just sounds insane nuno do you drink coffee yes sir every day what's your coffee order i'm just very simple regular coffee uh little almond milk and a uh, splenda all right it's pretty simple pretty simple in this day and age that's considered simple what do you what do you like and my parent i have two different orders that i get i like oat milk so both of them i i get either a venti latte with three shots oat milk no foam extra hot or I get the Misto, a venti Misto no foam extra hot with oat milk. That's a lot of words. One or the other. It's a lot of words, but that's how one orders coffee in this day and age. Do you order? Do you drink coffee? I have started drinking coffee, but only in the last month. I had never had a glass of coffee until I had two daughters a month ago, and now I drink it. Now every you're all in. Day. And all what, in. Where, where you get it? You make it at home? Or yeah, we have you a get it on we have the road. Keurig or Keurig. Keurig, yeah. Mm, okay, yeah, very nice. All right, uh, let's do one more. Go ahead, Bubba. All right, forty years ago today, Cheers debuted on NBC, and it's got a great theme song so who you got is your favorite sitcom theme song see we should have saved more time for this because what you may not know about me is that one of the unique and incredibly useless skills i have is that i know the words to practically every theme song from every sitcom that i watched growing up so if i said to you you take the good you take the bad you take them both and there you have the facts of life the facts of life there's a time you got to go and show you're growing now you know about the facts of life if the world never seems to be living up to your dreams and suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you, that, that, that's a TV show called The Facts of Life. I know all the words to it. I, I, I mean, it, it's, it's almost unfair to ask me this question because I know, and again, it is a completely pointless, useless ability to have. Um, and again, these are all shows that no one in America watches anymore because they're... the. 
Yeah, this is the Cheers theme song. It's a, it's a great song. It's a much better song than most of them are. Um, but I will, for the purposes of this conversation, say that the one that still puts a smile on my face to this day is the Welcome Back Cotter theme song. Yeah, that was, I was going to suggest uh, that Welcome one. Back, your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to the same old place that we laughed about. So, all right, that is extraordinarily well done. I like uh, Growing Pains one. That was a good one, too. You see, that's a little after my time, so I didn't know that show as well. This was a good day. Um, stick around for all the updates on Tua and more. See you Monday. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.